0: Hey, what's going on? It's Nico talking about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's a creation tool right there that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one place so go download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started do it i did it super easy super awesome yeah do it it. <laughs> my biggest scare with the ladies right now mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. them starting to go to my local spots that i go to every day you know i don't need them knowing where i hang out in case when things go south i don't need them coming see me there, or maybe trying to make me jealous with some new guy. Because that's just, nobody likes Okay. Me, you know, that's my biggest scare. Mm-hmm. What's going on, everybody? How we doing? Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Nico. FTL Podcast is on the road this week. I'm here recording in my childhood home with my parents' cats. Uh, We have big news this week. We got picked up by Overcast, a podcast platform, which I don't know if this is a separate deal or it's all connected, but we're on iTunes now. We're on Apple Podcasts now, which is really exciting. And uh, you can listen to it there. I'm going to try and figure out how to get that link up there for the people, for the ladies. So you guys can all listen in, but that's pretty exciting news. That's one I've wanted to be on for uh, for a while now, and I guess they heard a few episodes. They loved it. Why wouldn't they? It's the best podcast out there, and um, you know they they've got us on there. So I'm I'm really excited about that. It is the week of Thanksgiving. We're going to obviously have the family time. We always do Thanksgiving in my aunt uh, Marlene's house. This will be the first Thanksgiving without my grandparents, so that's kind of a bummer, big time bummer. We missed them, but they're back together now, which is great. Um, So we're going to have a good time with Thanksgiving. Go downtown Detroit. I'm thinking we're going to go to Royale with Cheese, the finest burger establishment in Detroit. And uh, great milkshakes, too. And then I want to go check out the Heidelberg Project again. Really interesting art project. This guy goes around and decorates abandoned houses um, with like old teddy bears or shoes or clocks and paints these houses and really brightens up the neighborhoods in uh in downtown Detroit so it's really really cool get over and do that take some pictures we'll post it on the social media um, at for the ladies podcast on instagram or at south underscore beach underscore nico n-i-c-k-o on instagram as well or lnico29 on snapchat e-l-n-i-c-k-o-2-9 so glad you guys are here it's gonna be fun Let's do it. The Big Serial, Nick Sear. It's only fitting that we
1: have you on here. Absolutely. And uh, it's an honor and a privilege to be a guest on one of the first few episodes. Uh, um, without further ado, take it away, good sir. Oh, well,
0: in my introduction, I came up with a great nickname for you. What's the that? The Big Serial. The big
1: cereal. The big cereal. I'll take that. And I think that's how we're going to it. Take that down, me. ladies, with a big spoon and a nice warm glass of milk. <laughs> I can probably get money to
0: drop some artwork. We'll get a little cover photo for this one.
1: Very good. Very good. Maybe uh, maybe this has, isn't my only cameo performance. Maybe uh, I can come back for a few more episodes. I knows? would
0: certainly be okay with that. I mean, assuming this goes well.
1: Uh, it's, I think it's going well <laughs> so far. What do you think? I think it's going great.
0: So I just posted a Snapchat of a cup of coffee I was having with a candy cane in it because, you know, it is the season. And it reminded me of the first story that I want to cover, the infamous Santa run.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Just picture two young adult men on a cold November day running bare feet through the streets of flint <laughs> and just i don't know for a better word idiotically picking up speed as they go <laughs> because it's the competitive nature knowing full well that they have to work on their feet that night and we are dressed as santa
0: claus the entire time
1: they risk bone blood blisters everything for the love of the game, and the love of the game was to complete that Santa run. It was a, as a couple of badasses three
0: mile run on
1: yeah. a Saturday morning. It wasn't. It wasn't as bad as when we stopped and we finished. We took photo pictures. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we looked really good while we were doing it. That's key. <laughs> um, the the thing that sucked was on the way home. We started. And I started to notice at least because my feet weren't as uh. Let's just say, used to it. Yeah.
0: I'd been doing it for about Um, five months, running barefoot. Exactly.
1: So, when I go into things and I get in, you know, the adrenaline starts pumping, I lose my mind and I don't think about it. And so, here I am on the ride home and I got blood blisters (laughs) forming on the bottom of my feet and I have to wait tables that night on a Saturday night in November. (laughs) It's busy. People expect things from you. And uh, yeah, needless to say, I cried like a little baby <laughs> to my manager, and he's like, go the fuck home, and uh, I definitely felt um, like I lost my man card, but was it worth it? Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: fucking And I did cover, I was the uh, server's assistant that night, so I got to cover your tables when you went home. You did, and then you made more money
1: yeah. for the brand. I did,
0: and so that's how we're launching this podcast, is with that extra table money that
1: that you gave little to me. did you know did I know that money that you made eight plus years ago was going towards the podcast. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you.
0: Yes. That's um Absolutely. That was funny though, because we were running and we were going at a good pace, but we had our pant legs down and nobody was really noticing mm-hmm. us. Yeah. So we pulled over, so pit stop, rolled up the sleeves. Mm-hmm. And so now everybody's seeing us. And I remember thinking like we're about a mile and a half in, coming up on two miles. And then that last mm-hmm. mile was basically an all-out sprint, and I was trying to keep up with you. Because <laughs> people were cheering and making comments. <laughs> Girls are looking at us, and we're like, oh, yeah, right. we can run faster. <laughs> the the
1: uh, the allure of the pant roll up was, one, aesthetics. <laughs> Two, I think it made us more aerodynamic. It did. You can agree on yes. that. Number three, uh, you know, we just had to get people to notice us. Because if you're yeah. going to go barefoot, You got to have at least an audience, right?
0: I mean, we weren't doing this just for fun.
1: Yeah. So we start hauling ass for no apparent reason. (laughs) We're like a a, a stoner snowboarder with a big cookie at the end of the race. (laughs) And we're just like, I need it. I need it. (laughs) And uh, so (laughs) we uh, join arm in arm. And we are just hauling ass past these people, these families, (laughs) everybody. And we make it through. And I think the announcer guy said something about us being barefoot. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think that was the peak of our fame that day. Now, to skip two, we go into this uh, gym and uh, we take family photos for Christmas and uh, we send it out to our loved ones and uh, officially uh, proclaimed us as a relationship.
0: I think that's what I'm going to use as the social yeah. media picture when I'm promoting this episode. It's going to be us crossing the finish line arm in arm as santa claus
1: (laughs) absolutely it was great hallmark moment right there and it doesn't get better than that yeah it was just riding high on the electricity that we created (laughs) with our bare feet during that run and uh and i had like a thumbtack and i popped all my blood blisters on my feet and there was just blood everywhere so yeah great times (laughs) then i went to work and every step i took (laughs) took was like walking on hot coals and i couldn't be like yeah it was a mentally freeing thing that i just did by walking on hot coals no it was it was agony it was pain but you were there and you were laughing at me while you were going it was all good and
0: no i talk about that summer before i moved and it was right like you and i moved same time and then maddie moved like but we had a really fun summer working it out
1: back Oh, dude, it was great. Uh, it was kind of like that finality thing before everyone kind of like yeah. came of age.
0: That was so much fun. I wish we could have done that more, but everybody was leaving anyway. So it just worked out really, really well. But, I mean, we yeah. would be, we would go out with yeah. Bill, go tubing in the morning and early afternoon. Bill was a regular at <laughs> Outback, big, big supporter.
1: Big supporter of the show. <laughs> so
0: Bill would take Good us, of the pull show. us on his boat all day long, tubing. <laughs> and then we would go work. And then we'd all go to Sammy's yeah. house or somewhere and just hang out all night. Like we were all mm-hmm. kind of living like a frat or something. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, it was immediate cash in the pocket. And then we're like, okay, what are we doing tonight? So that mentality was contagious. And it truly was, I'd say, probably one of the best summers of my life. I did not hold back because I knew in my head that I was going to go in the military. Mm-hmm. Life would never be the same. The same friendships would. Um, be ultimately different distance and all that stuff. So we took advantage of it. We partied our asses off. And uh, little did I know, though, that you would be evolving as a person during that summer. The um, predisposed disposition of Nico was that he was a little bit of a good boy and he would, he would uh, just kind of be that nice guy that girls, you know, thought was cute. But maybe you know they don't think of him <laughs> as a bad boy at all and now skip two. we have what i like to call michael <laughs> scott and ryan gosling that, in one person i appreciate
0: person. that uh, comparison
1: yes yeah, so ladies if you're if you like michael scott which i know you binge watch <laughs> during the night time don't lie to me and i know all the ladies love ryan gosling so uh he's definitely uh one oh, of the prime bachelors but out yeah, there well yeah because at it was um
0: as no we problem, talked buddy. about in two of the three podcast episodes, this is number four. Congratulations. You're the cleanup hitter for the, the show. Yeah. Um, my ex-girlfriend, Kaylee, yeah. I took that breakup really hard. So, you know, at this point, I was trying to find myself with the ladies, yeah. understand how I could make more than one of them like me in my lifetime. So it was a little trial and error. But that summer was very formative. And, right. You know, there were some ups and downs, but but it's been a – a good ride since then. I mean, that was 2011.
1: Was was that all, uh, yeah, you, a little bit. Was that all play on words right there? <laughs> Ups and downs and a good ride. This new girl came in and Nico was talking to her as Nico was training her. And she was really good looking. And, uh, he was saying, hey, Sam and I wanted to be a part of that. <laughs> so Nico was, you know, kind of more or less like, Hey, back off my Kool-Aid. And we, we straight up told him, if you don't make a move, on this day in time, we give him an ultimatum. Yeah, then we will make a move, and it'll be over with. You will miss on your opportunity. So he took that opportunity, surprisingly to us, knocked it out of the park, and then from there, it's like he has not looked back. It's just been he hit the ground running. I mean, and, it, uh, it, you gave me I'm that proud, little push. I'm proud it. of him. And. Uh, this is leads me into one of the side conversations about the lifestyle that you were living. You have been living for the last, I don't know, what, eight years? It's MGTOW. All right, so MGTOW is not that old. It's probably in its, it hasn't matured yet. So this is a movement for men. And it sounds a little, I don't know, weird when you first explain it, but men going their own way. And you say, well, okay, what's migtow? So men go in their own ways. Basically, it's a group of men. They've had their heart broken. They've spent all their money on women only in return to get screwed over. And um, just they feel like they've been duped. So they commit their life to happiness. They commit to their life to themselves for their success, for their future. They do not commit to more than they need to. And they will never get married. And they will just live their life to the fullest. They will travel. They will meet new people. They will not stay tied down. And it's basically just, it sounds a little selfish, but it's living your best life every day, MGTOW. I know that you had a hard time with your ex. And it's a funny thing that we bring her up because you just met up with her again. uh, She was, I guess, the catalyst in this whole, ideology that you follow today and some people might be more traditional and be against it Um, but I think most men out there have at one point or another been in the situation and they wish that they had just stuck with themselves and made themselves the happiest that they could they don't need another person to have affirmation they don't need another person to make them feel happy about themselves uh, they're in it to win it with themselves, and that's just enough for them.
0: Yeah. So. And I mean, I think I support it, and I didn't even know that there was a label for yeah, for like how it was until you sent it to me, and then I watched the, some videos, and I was like, oh, that's yeah, that's pretty spot on. But right. when I met up with Kaylee the other day, and she's going to come on the podcast because I'm like, well, I keep bringing you up, you know, and we've had a good conversation, mm-hmm. we might as well talk about it. But I told her that. Just my whole approach to, I don't know, relationships and dating. I guess I was like, that's whole, that's entirely changed. Because like I, you know, chased after her for a year after we broke up, it wasn't happening, and just so reliant on trying to get back together with her, and I was missing out on so much. So then we had our great Yeah, son. you
1: wasted all that time. Yeah, I wasted
0: all the time. But I learned a lot, and obviously, you don't want to have those feelings again. So. Now, just live very unattached to the feelings for the most part,
1: you know? That's why it's always exciting when you're doing the MGTOW way of life because you meet someone new, you have those first experiences with them physically, emotionally, whatever it may be, and everything's fresh and everything's fun. And it's always exciting. And that part only lasts so long with each person that you're in a relationship Mm. with and that's not to say that, you know, you can't feel that way about someone for the rest of your life. It's just saying that the chances that you do find that one person that makes you feel that way 24 hours, you know, every year of your life, that's slim. Yeah. So what what you have done is you just with your relationships, you sample size it and you wait until you have that feeling dissipate and then you move on. Mm-hmm. As long as the Justification is there in the beginning, and you tell these women, hey, don't look forward to anything, then you're totally fine. You're, you're backed up, and you can fall back on that saying, hey, look, I told you. Right. Yeah. So it's, and it's, it's a safe way to guard your heart. And if at one point in time in your life, let's say you're 38, 39, maybe you're 40, and you want that and you're done with the MGTOW, then do it. Mm-hmm. It leaves you with the options.
0: And see, this is coming from somebody who is happily married and has a child. Yes. So, yes. you know, like, it's not like you're, you know, a biased, like, you know, cold-hearted person. Like, you're in a happy relationship and you've got a great family, but you, are, yes. you understand both sides of it.
1: I understand both sides greatly because being in the military, you see far too often relationships that men get into because they're lonely and they're away from their family. They jump into a marriage after knowing someone for like two minutes and this always happens. Mm. And what do you get with this? Oh, if you have a child, that's 18 years of your life, you're paying for that child and you're begrudgingly doing everything because you have some sort of bias towards women. Now you don't trust them anymore. Uh, and those guys tend to fall in the same trap over and over again, mm-hmm. and they don't realize that they could be happy with just doing them.
0: Well, I mean, ultimately, you, know? you have to be happy with who you are as a person and enjoy being alone at, to a certain extent, yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean, I like it, and I think it, it gets overlooked because I'm 28 now, and, you know, a lot of people I know that are my age, I've got a 10-year class reunion the day this episode's going to come out, and a yeah. lot of those people are married, And some of them are divorced. And here I am, just nothing's changed the last six, seven years.
1: (laughs) And you know what? Those people will project and they will kind of like make you feel bad, but they're secretly jealous. I bet 75% of them will do that. Yeah. So it's just, if you're happy, you're happy. And if you're not, then do something about it. And uh, MGTOW is that's something that people are doing about yeah, 100%. it. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um.
0: So back in time a little bit. Speaking of the the single days, I was uh, getting a pedicure with my mom yesterday in the Kroger Plaza in Clarkson here on Satchelbog.
1: Very nice. And yes, it, memory.
0: It reminded me of the time we went tanning. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, red cheeks <laughs> we we oh, didn't want to man.
0: split up more than one tanning session so instead of doing three 5 minute sessions we decided to go all in for one 15 minute session
1: uh yeah another one of those moments <laughs> so i'm start, i'm starting to see a pattern now that we can look back in the hindsight 2020 kind of thing <laughs> Starting to see a pattern of recklessness. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, it made sense at the time. I was like, yeah, I'm, sounds good to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's the beauty of it. It was like, does this sound good? <laughs> yeah, let's do it then. That that freedom.
0: But we were like, we were sunburned
1: on our legs. It was bad. Yeah. I remember at one point in time, I looked over at you and you were dancing <laughs> um, in, in your booth. <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> You wore your man thong in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had a red speedo. I wore that yeah,
1: and then we got massages in that same plaza yes, too. We did. And I remember we wore the speedos <laughs> in to into that one. And I remember distinctly uh, the massage therapist pulled back the towel a little bit so she can get my lower back. And then when she saw that I had a speedo on, I heard her laugh under her breath. <laughs> So, that was fun, too.
0: The only thing, like, we, we had the matching red Speedos, and
1: yeah. they were a great
0: look. And, mm-hmm. I mean, we did get them a couple of sizes too small on purpose, but yes, the only thing we really, because we did a lot of self-care, we did the massage, we did the tanning, we wanted to look our best, feel our best, the only thing we didn't wear the, the Speedos to, which, understandably, was eyebrow threading.
1: Yes, and... Yeah. um. That is understandable because there is no privacy yeah. in eyebrow threading. We're in the um, we could have pulled it off because it is still not bearing nudity. Mm-hmm. Um, and looking back on it, we should have. Probably. Yes, absolutely, but- absolutely. Right. And just for for the for the people out there, if you're wondering, deep tissue tissue massage painful, <laughs> but worth it. But um, it. eyebrow threading painful, but worth it. Um, Sometime for <laughs> And the the mantra for that week, it was a friendship week. Um and when we were doing all those things to get ready for a big event that um we were planning, it was hashtag beauty is pain. <laughs> that
0: was a um, that was our first weekend back hanging out since you had moved off to the military and I had moved to Florida. Yeah. And mm-hmm. So that was like our first big weekend back, and we—I mean—we had a fun time. We spent the whole weekend together, oh, yeah. just mm-hmm. being obnoxious, and it was great. Like,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, had big, big shout out to uh, the the Cowan parents, uh, Mr. Cowan and Mrs. Cowan. They they were co-stars on a film. I'm pretty sure it was up for some kind of award uh, in the independent film festival, um, but just. They were awesome. Very accommodating. Um, we were definitely loud and obnoxious at times, but they understood. Mm-hmm. It was Friendship Week. They left us alone. Yeah,
0: my parents are really, really and for great. that,
1: we thanked them. Oh, yeah. They... Definitely, man. And it was, it, was a, it was just another extension of that uh, summer that we had had together. And um, we were able to just, you know, be wild again. And then I had to get back down to business. You, not so much, but kind of, (laughs) went back down to Florida and continued having fun. So, if you could, break down for me. What is protocol? And let's say that you're going to see some good-looking ladies. Go.
0: Typically, my best advice is, I mean, usually I break people during the day, is like, wear sunglasses. That way, just in case you do look at somebody, it's not obvious, you know?
1: That is smart, and that is also smart in all social settings. Yes, Uh, little psa for the people i
0: wear sunglasses as much
1: as possible yeah is is it uh better to wear polarized or is it better just to have sunglasses in general uh, just
0: sunglasses in general i mean the lens color is a big thing because i've got some uh havana lenses they're brown so you can kind of see my eyes but if i'm you know somewhere that i know my eyes might be wandering i'll definitely wear the dark black frames and lenses
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, and this is a for the married men out there yes very important yeah so you do not get caught it's like the
0: beginning of hall pass have you seen that movie yeah where absolutely where he's like oh i can't happen you know i'm already looking that way it's not my fault if her ass walks in my line of view (laughs) exactly
1: so guilt-free but at the same time guys you gotta you gotta cover yourself because the ladies are watching you you might not think they are but they're
0: always you gotta you gotta be alert
1: does the audience have any
0: backs around Rachel? Um, I don't think we've gotten into Rachel yet, but mm-hmm. that'll be that'll be for a future episode. I mean, I did. We have okay. we have not been talking for three years now. We just passed that anniversary.
1: The the no talking anniversary is a thing, huh?
0: Yeah, I mean that's how I say absolutely single because her and I were together, but not together at the same time for a good yeah. five years. You know that we had things going on.
1: So, obviously, when you bring a supermodel around, I mean, you're going to get more attention. Yeah. See, this is why I hate you.
0: <laughs> you know the thing that I've noticed down in St. Pete now? What's that? The the ladies are more aggressive about the dating than the guys. Like, it's a whole different... Do so? like, As in, they're going to live the single life, and you have to be okay with that. Okay. So, And how is that a bad thing? It's not a bad thing at all. It's just, if I wasn't living in the state I'm living, like we discussed, where, you know, maybe I did want to settle down with a girlfriend or something like that, that's trickier in that aspect. But for me, it's fine. Like, I'm cool. Good for you. Like, I mean, you know, I'm not...
1: And speaking on that, um, have you noticed at all in your travels or the places that you've been differences in women, sexuality um, from region to region, oh, yeah, Michigan girls versus Florida girls. A
0: hundred percent. I think just being here for the last couple of days, the girls up here are so much more like closed off. And I, I would venture to say, have this stuck up attitude that they're better than everybody, but you know, they're not really themselves. Whereas you go down to Florida, St. Pete, especially in downtown you know, there's sure. girls of every sex, race, religion, and they're not going to judge anybody. They're not going to, you know, be rude to you. They're very open and honest about who they are and what they want to do. And, you know, they're really friendly. Like, I noticed that big time just traveling in the last week.
1: And that, that'll that give you more perspective on why you'll never move back to Michigan. A 100%. Yeah. 100 <laughs> percent yeah it, it took me moving back here and of course I'm, I'm not a player in the game anymore uh with the ring on the finger mm. but i have picked up on those things and you know i've done my fair share of traveling and i could definitely tell the difference yeah uh, between michigan girls and other um it's just i i agree with you 100 um would you say prude
0: i would i would venture to say a lot of them are but then You know, Maybe you get on the dating apps, the Tinder and the Bumble and what have you, and they're all... Have you ever heard of the Call Her Daddy podcast? I have not. Okay. I I sent you a a screenshot of it because I was listening to it, but it's these girls, and they talk about dating and all the sex they're having and stuff like that, and so it seems like they're very adventurous people, and then you see the girls in Michigan on the social... on the dating apps, and they're posting Mm -hmm. that they're listening to that podcast, and... I'm like I know you, and that doesn't match up with who you are when when you're in person. But like, and,
1: and that, if you don't know someone 100%, man, you, you find out some crazy stuff about people. Oh yeah. Um, my my old boss had a thing. You know, he he said you think you know someone, and then X Y Z happens, and you're like mind is blown. So you know anything is possible, Kevin Garnett.
0: Well, the um, when I had the meet up with Kaylee the other day it was actually kind of yeah going back to that yeah because she you know she used to be a little bit like what we were just discussing where and she told me this too she said you know I used to think I knew everything and um you know had the answer for everything so she like her whole personality has changed in that aspect she was much more open to hearing things she was much less judgmental I felt like which was kind of cool but she's been traveling around too so you have that broader perspective, whereas a lot of people here, the most traveling they do is to Traverse City, two hours north.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so they don't get that. And they mm-hmm. never get out of here.
1: Do you think because of everything that's happened and both of your collective lives over the years, since the breakup, since all that has happened, you've both changed, you both evolved as people, whether it be for the good or the worse, which I don't think is the case um do you think that has brought you guys together in a better way um just all around
0: i think so like her and i i hadn't seen her in seven years so you know seven years ago i was not i was still going through things and trying to form who i was i guess but yeah like we've kept in touch and then we finally got back together and it was it was like really easy to talk to much easier to talk to her than even when we were together and So I think, yeah, I mean, I think it was a good thing that, you know, being apart for this 10 years, not talking to each other for seven years, other than, like, the occasional Snapchat, I think that, you know, when we got back together to chat, (laughs) I think it made things Mm -hmm. a lot easier, and I think we're probably better friends now than, you know, I'd venture to say when we were even dating. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of cool. And
1: that's more than you can ask for, being that, you know, the outlook back then was like, oh, I'm never going to talk to her again. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, and then... Obviously, my family you still have took, all those memories. They were, yeah, together, you know. My family took my side, obviously. So, you know, then I had to do some damage repair. Luckily, my parents were next door at Hancho, and she was like, yeah. Oh, I'd love to go say hi to them. So she hung out with my parents for a like good 45 minutes, too. And, you know, they got to talk. And so they're, they bet they, they like Kaylee again.
1: <laughs> did, did your dad pay for dinner? He did. <laughs> okay, good. I was, I was I was concerned. For the people out there, Mr. <laughs> Cowan is low key pimp slash I, I he must have an operation that you don't know about that is making extra income and he's kinda Heisenberging his way through life. But the man is amazing. He's he's awesome. Like I, I kinda idolized him, so just so people know, your dad is a pimp.
0: He is the great I mean he's a unique personality.
1: And... Yes, very the The whole mystique behind it is just like it's crazy. This man, a chiropractor. Okay, so people think about a chiropractor. What do they think? Oh, uh, I could probably yawn at that, right? Yeah. Switch to I'm a chiropractor, and I kind of live life by the seat of my pants. And you might think of me as a stiff old man, but just talk to me for five minutes. I'll change your mind. Yeah. And, by the way, I can't get my wallet out of my pocket because I had so much money in it.
0: <laughs> that was one of his better lines.
1: <laughs> yes. Forever etched in stone.
0: And anytime I found myself in that situation where I have a bulky wallet, <laughs> i like to send it to you.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Nico's dad is the man. Ape, <laughs> Ape is also a lovely woman. She is very kind to Nick's friends, she's always been in, in a good spirit every time I've seen her, uh, shout out to Ape, uh, if you're listening, I miss you, and uh, I love you.
0: <laughs> the truth comes <laughs> out in this show. <laughs> yep. Uh,
1: <laughs> this is why we're reconnecting right now, so I can get closer. <laughs> it makes sense, I
0: mean, she they're, you know, they're empty nesters now, they're always looking for new people to hang out with, so.
1: <laughs> good, good, yeah, I'll talk to Shannon about that.
0: <laughs> Well, I don't think Shannon likes me, so just tell her that my parents are much nicer.
1: She doesn't not like you. She doesn't agree with the lifestyle that you live. It's about perspective.
0: Yeah. Well, I understand. I mean, you know, when you and I were hanging out, we were wheeling and dealing single guys. Yes. And so yes. I'm sure and those stories... It's not
1: you. It's what you represent. So if I were yeah. to go hang out with you, uh, a happily married man, hanging out with MGTOW representative, slash chairman of the board. Uh, (laughs) There's obviously going to be worries on her part. Not that she doesn't trust me, but she does not trust you or anything like that. But more or less, what would that behavior attract? Mm. And the the answer to that question is other females. And who does she not trust ultimately? Other females. Right.
0: Well, I mean, if you want to make her feel more secure, just let her know. I'll happily take all the females.
1: (laughs) So you're sitting in a booth surrounded by the ladies and I'm in the booster seat or high chair on the end of the table yeah. coloring.
0: And most of them came over for you. I'm like, nope, sorry, ladies. He's taken.
1: Exactly. I'm just sitting there coloring pictures. <laughs> Drinking apple juice. You're popping bottles. Well, that- Drinking shots out of, you know. It'd, it'd be like the body Crazy shot.
0: Stupid Love where Steve Carell gets the bill because Ryan Gosling leaves with the girl.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Then, you know, over time, see Pharrell becomes the man.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we
1: are all. And that goes back to you know your whole Michael Scott slash Ryan Gosling thing. It's it's a beautiful blend of is this guy joking or is he being serious? And yeah. then what's with that laugh? Is he doing? And then <laughs> he takes the women home, and you don't realize what just happened, but he mind injured them.
0: know it's like the the nelly song where he's like i'm just kidding unless you're gonna do it that's my whole approach to the whole dating like it's gonna sound like a joke so if i get shot down it's like i was kidding anyway
1: (laughs) so this is great because you know how at the end of every relationship you kind of like have to have that little purge of like uh, what what did i do wrong yeah from now on you can say for that Nelly song? <laughs> <laughs> Which will end up with them just ending the conversation and walking away, but then at least you get a good laugh.
0: I need to get, like, you know and, those live, love, laugh signs? Yeah. I need to get that with the Nelly lyrics up in my apartment.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and for the people, you also just heard Nico laugh.
0: Yeah. And
1: if any of you guys are movie buffs out there, then you'll know what I'm talking about. So... <laughs> 40-year-old virgin, Steve Carell, is playing the virgin guy. He walks into that bookstore, and (laughs) he asks uh, that uh, worker at the bookstore, how is the mood striking you now? (laughs) And he does that weird like, (laughs) (laughs) and the woman, the the lady just eats it up. It's that stupid laugh. Mm. And I've seen it time and time again when he's hitting on ladies, (laughs) And they're like, oh, my God, you're so funny. And, he, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, damn it, how does he do it? <laughs> it's the last. Well, I mean, the second thing is the hair. Yeah, and then, it's got to be the hair. You know, the rest. It's got to be the hair, feathered and lethal. But, yeah, that, that is the that is the mixture you got going on right now. And it's working for you, man.
0: Yeah, thank you. Um, we So in my very first episode when we were talking with Mr. Alfredo, he, sure. He was discussing my comb over and mustache that I went to Florida with. Yeah. But you got to see a whole different hairstyle in the summer of 2011.
1: This is true. And it was,
0: how would you describe it? So,
1: 2011, um, Nico had this just main. <laughs> And if he were to brush it with a, with a hairbrush, it would be the verticoli from uh, <laughs> from uh, what's that skating movie with Will Ferrell. But anyways, it just had a sheen to it. It uh, even looked like he woke up in the morning and put a little curl at the bottom. Uh, he would even do the Bieber flip <laughs> at times. It was just, it was there. It was, you know, and it was at the tail end of that whole, like, The guys had the long hair thing back in the early 2000s, but it was the last nickel was like the last vestige of that hairstyle and he rocked it and he was successful with it. And anytime he did something that was uh, uh, worth applauding over it, we'd say it's gotta be there. (laughs) Just like white Goodman, just
0: like white Goodman, feathered and lethal,
1: feathered and lethal. Good, good sir. And then from there, it, uh, much like the beeps, uh, you changed your identity mm. and changed your hair with it.
0: Yeah, I mean it, it's taken a few shifts and I've never really put too much thought into my hair until the last 2 years maybe because I went yep. from the long mane or whatever it was to the comb over when I was with Alex to shaving yep. it completely and then now it's coming back up and it's it's very nice look. I would, I did the mohawk for a year and then mm-hmm. or the faux hawk and then now I'm doing the part to the side, grow it out on top deal.
1: It's whatever works. And um, you got your contemporary uh, while being, you know, a throwback at the same time. I don't know how you do it, but it it, it works, man.
0: I really try to cover all areas because I'm not tall, so I don't have that going for me. Um, Yeah. You know, and I guess that's the only thing I'm lacking, but I try to make up for it in other areas.
1: And, you know, you don't, you don't overcompensate, and that's important. Yeah, and uh, that's something that the ladies definitely look out for. Um, you don't have some big truck that you ride around. <laughs> you know, you're not trying to like, you know, make up for something. And that's more genuine. And you know, the the ladies like genuinity, and they like confidence. And you got it going. So yeah.
0: Well, back when you were single, what would do you have any like go tos or, or strategies? I know you had strategies, but
1: uh, a lot of it was just sitting back, um, acting like you don't want it kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, not playing the friends because that gets you nowhere, but mm-hmm. more or less just, uh, making them want it more, uh, than you did in the beginning. So in the beginning you always want it, right. And they're yeah. always going to be resisting. So you just build it up and you kind of tease them along the way. That way, when you're ready to pull the trigger, it's full bore she's all she's invested she wants it mm-hmm. not like you got to coax her into it in the beginning because you know she's still trying to figure it out but that's more of a long game thing i'm more into the, the long game aspect i yeah. always have been I've, i was more of a shy person so that just plays into it uh, if you're not as shy you're more into the hey let me see if i can get in this girl's pants today <laughs> um not me i found a target and then i would slowly over time if it was two weeks three weeks i made it work yeah and that's just a different way of doing it and uh quality over quantity yeah you gotta play your strengths you could say that and at the same time uh it doesn't it doesn't hurt you if you're funny so
0: that yeah i mean that's true and i've always associated myself
1: with funny people anyway like
0: you know yourself and my best pal money and Mr. Alfredo down in Florida, like, I always keep funny yeah. people around me because I've found that girls are into people, like, if you have really cool friends, too, so...
1: Yeah, like you- it's funny you bring that up because, um, I don't know if you've heard of the comedian Eliza, if you've seen her on Netflix at all. No, but I'll check it out. She is hilarious, she just put out a new special. Anyway, part of her spiel that she just released was, <laughs> she confessed and she pointed out other girls in the crowd she goes I know ladies all of you have went out on a date with a guy that just looks horrendous but you went on a date with him oh my god because he makes me laugh <laughs> and all the girls in the audience were, were dying because it's true the ladies will go for a guy just because he's funny it doesn't matter how you look yeah and uh, that kind of makes all of us feel a little shallow <laughs> in doing so so yeah, being able to make them laugh um, definitely goes a long way, um, and I will say that being hurt on your way to being a MGTOW person, uh, the younger girls definitely like the asshole, but the more mature girls don't like the assholes, and they're over them, so you kind of got to pick and choose at that point. Yeah with what age group you want to go with, and that's always a sticky situation because you don't want to be with someone that can't have a mature conversation. Right. But at the same time, you don't want someone that is mature that wants something long-term because then that's just going to end up breaking their heart. So it's, it's tricky.
0: It is tricky, and I mean... But back to what you are saying, the funny guy thing, there was a, a meme I saw that said, uh, you know, would you rather be good looking or funny and then the guy was like i'd rather be funny because they have their eyes closed more. they can't see i'm bad looking
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> absolutely man it's it's true it's a joke but it's true uh i would love to be funnier i would give that i would trade that in for looks any day
0: well and uh i mean sometimes funny gets you in trouble though you say it's stuff that you think is funny and doesn't go over well
1: yes absolutely <laughs> i've been mean, not in I've been on that side of things and there's an awkward silence and you're just like, okay, uh, <laughs> I just blew that up and you don't really have any momentum anymore. It's kind of a – so you it's a, it's a risk being funny. Yeah. I, I get it.
0: I mean, good, but, uh, it's, good looks and
1: good luck. It's also a risk being too nice. Yeah, that's a big risk. So it's, every situation is different. Every girl you approach is different. Um, it's just having that confidence.
0: I think that's what it boils down to more than anything—is
1: the confidence. Yes, absolutely. Because
0: you can see some people who don't have a lot going for them, but they're very confident, and they're going to go out there, and they're going to have, you know, a good job. They're going to have everything they want in life, and probably an attractive girlfriend. And it's kind of amazing to see.
1: Yeah, especially a lot of bald dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I have no no offense to bald dudes out there, but. I see some bald dudes pulling in some talent, and I'm just like, how do you do it? Well, my thing is I'm going to rock the hair until it
0: starts to fade away, and then I'm going to go back to bald, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, give me, you've already experienced with all the hairstyles, you've been successful, so I don't want to hear it from you, okay? (laughs) Be humble for once in your life, Nick. (laughs) That's just, that's not in my nature. (laughs) That's not not you, and that's the beauty of it, and Uh. uh, I I, I want you to continue your, 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 your hot streak that you're on. Uh, I just want you to continue to be happy. That, that's what means the most to me as a friend. Um, I know we don't get to talk a lot, which is good. And basically, this is us catching up while doing a podcast story, killing two birds with one stone. Yeah. So I think that's pretty remarkable.
0: No, it's pretty great. And I appreciate everything you said. And I wish that uh, eternal happiness for you guys, too. Um,
1: Absolutely, man. I got, a, I, got a, I So, the first podcast, you, you did a tour of sorts. Uh, was that deleted?
0: Was that deleted?
1: Yes. I don't think so. Okay, so it's still there. Yeah. I, I got the full rundown. I listened to it. Um, I liked your segues and your intros and the music and all that stuff. So, you, it sounds like you know what you're doing. Um, that being said, uh, I should have to visit in a, in a year or two. Yeah. I'm going to put a cap to it. Two years, if I don't visit, we're no longer friends, and it's my fault.
0: Okay, deal. Um, you can stay on my guest air mattress.
1: Yeah, I heard about that, too. And that's, it's a roomy that's, thing. Uh, just, Yeah. You did a great job of spinning a studio apartment into somewhere that people want to like see. They're interested. They're like, yeah. what is this place all about?
0: It's an event when you go to my apartment.
1: And why is this guy so carefree about it?
0: <laughs> i mean it, it's got a little bit of everything i think may and i in our last episode we covered it too like with some other little details that i had like samurai yeah. swords and stuff but
1: hey you can have them there's no one telling you you can't
0: nope
1: if a married man wants to put up a samurai sword in his uh, <laughs> house downstairs in the uh living area you know he's gonna find his ass out in the street <laughs> so you enjoy that samurai sword sir Oh, I will.
0: And so before I get you out of here, because I think I'm about to go to lunch with my lovely parents. Okay. Um, I know this will air after Thanksgiving, but what do you guys have planned for Thanksgiving slash the upcoming holidays?
1: So Thanksgiving, we have the in-laws in town. Great time to be with them. Great time to spend with uh, Shannon's dad, Uh, Eric. He's a good dude. Um, He really is just out for Shannon's best interest and Rowan's best interest. He's a real well guy to have around so we're gonna enjoy the thanksgiving holiday by going down tomorrow to the Lions game yes they are shitty but is it <laughs> tradition yes and do you break tradition no so we're gonna go down there we're gonna have a good time we're gonna break off a little early because the kid can't stand the whole game yeah hard to have a baby in the, in the stands um so we're gonna break off early go home prep everything we got shannon's sister coming up tonight with her fiance. Uh, they're going to spend the night on an air mattress. Shout out air mattresses out Hell there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're going to have a nice little holiday. Christmas, we're going to have our first Christmas together as a family now with the kids. Um, it's his first Christmas. We're kind of getting excited about it. Yeah. We're go get a tree. We're going to do all that domesticated shit. Um, <laughs> and I know you don't care, but I'm kind of <laughs> looking forward to it as a dad. Yeah, that'll uh, be cool. Yeah, man. Uh, what, do you, what do you got on deck?
0: Um, we, we do the same thing. This is my family's biggest holiday that we all get together. Everybody comes in from out of town, obviously. So, we go to my friend's house. We eat dinner at, like, 1.30 in the afternoon. That's early. Yeah, it's very early because the rest of my cousins who are married, they have to get to their other in-laws' Thanksgivings and stuff like that. So, like, so, a
1: four Christmases situation.
0: Yeah, my, my cousin Rachel and Josh, like, they're bouncing around all day, so... That's no way to live, man. man. But, you know, it's so we get there early. We do the the meal, and we hang out usually, be social. Um, Mm -hmm. And then Christmas, my parents are going to come down, and Nathan's going to come down. And then New Year's, I think Nathan and I are going to spend some time together over in uh, St. Pete. There you go.
1: And uh, tell Nathan, I said, hi, I hope he's doing good. Yeah, Um, well, he'll be here today. It's been a while. He's calling in right now. Is is Nathan going to stay at the apartment?
0: That's the plan. I think we're going to do New Year's at the apartment.
1: Are your parents going to be at the apartment?
0: No. Aww. No, they've got some friends coming down for um I think about 4 days. So they're they kicked Nathan
1: out. Uh do we have any sponsors that we want to shout out? Uh
0: just anchor at the moment. We are looking for sponsorship. Um this is the first podcast episode that will be put out that we are on Apple Podcasts as well. Now, so that's big. Yeah. How-
1: How convenient uh, for the great app of Anchor to let us talk, catch up, and do a podcast simultaneously. They're doing what men cannot do around the world, and that is multitask people. So Mm -hmm. big shout out to Anchor. Thank you.
0: Anchor is the bomb. Well, thanks, pal. I hope I'll I'll be texting you while I'm here still, but I appreciate you coming on. And this was fun. I like rehashing our good times and
1: looking forward to more in the future. I look forward to being a guest spot and uh, a cameo of sorts. Um, last things, Damn Dap, Damn Dap yep. FTP.
0: <laughs> All right, buddy. Happy
1: Thanksgiving. You too, brother. Love you. All
0: right. Bye. Bye. So we do have some very exciting listener news. Um, if you remember episode two, The Doctor Is In, The Good Doctor offered a $100 cash giveaway. Unprompted, mind you to the first fan to call in and claim it. So I got a voicemail from longtime listener UPS Tony.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, hi, Nick. Uh, longtime listener here, Anthony. Uh, just love your show for the ladies. Uh, was listening to The Doctor is In, and uh, I'm just seeing if I'm going to be the first caller for that $100 power project uh, giveaway you're giving out uh, for the first caller, uh, uh Give me a call back, eh? Thank you
0: great call it was really uh, you know you could tell he loves the show and and really is living and dying with it so tony will figure something out and uh thanks for being a fan pal it all
1: it all died shortly thereafter but no, looking I mean, back at it, it i don't regret it at all but